0: hello hello and welcome to unknown serial killers i'm your host asia and we're here to talk about your everyday people who we wouldn't even think were serial killers but before we start viewers discretion is advised because we will be talking about violence murder and drugs without further ado let's jump right in and talk about dorothea Puente. have you heard of her well if you haven't you're in the right place let's get started Dorothea Helen Gray was born on January 9, 1929 in Redlands, California to Trudy Mae Yates and Desi James Gray. Her childhood and upbringing wasn't the greatest. Both parents were alcoholics, and her father would threaten to commit suicide in front of his children. That's, That's really horrible. In 1937, her father passed away from tuberculosis, and a year later, her mom lost custody of the children and died in a motorcycle accident. Sadly, her and her siblings were sent to an orphanage. let fast forward to 1968. She married Roberta Jose Fuente and after only 16 months of marriage, the couple separated with Dorothea saying the cause was domestic abuse. After her divorce, now going by Fuente, her focus was set on running a boarding house at 21st and F Street in Sacramento. She established herself as a genuine resource to the community to aid alcoholics, the homeless, and the mentally ill by holding AA meetings. Everything seemed to be going well for Dorothea and her boarding house until April of 1982. 61-year-old Ruth Monroe began living with Fuente in the upstairs apartment but soon died from an overdose of codeine and acetaminophen. Wow! Thinking quickly on her toes, Fuente told police she was very depressed because her husband was terminally ill. So. What she did was basically try to like cover it up and give an excuse. Well, it really wasn't an excuse. Her husband was ill, but that didn't mean that she was going to kill herself. So let's get back to it. Police brought the story and ruled it as a death by suicide. A few weeks later, the police returned for a second time after 74-year-old Malcolm McKenzie accused Dorothea of drugging and stealing from her. On August 18, 1982, she was convicted of three theft charges and sentenced to five years in prison. She was released in 1985, with only serving three out of the five years during that time. She had a pen pal named Everson Gilmount. Their relationship got serious, and soon after her being released from prison, they were talking about marriage. So, she moves really fast. She moves really quick. She doesn't waste no time. So... Here, I think she was mentally preparing and making him her next victim. But let's continue. So, after all the complaints and accusations, Puente continued accepting elderly boarders and was popular with local so- social services because she accepted referrals of the tough cases including drug addicts and abusive tenants. On November 11th, 1988, Police inquired after the disappearance of Tenant Alberto Monteo, a developmentally disabled man with schizophrenia, who has been reported missing by her social worker. Police noticed disturbed soil on the property and decided to do some digging, and they discovered the body of 78 year old Leona Carpenter. Seven more bodies were eventually found on the property. So this whole time she was going undetected. And people thought she was just like this sweet little old lady that lived across the street and ran this boarding house for you know mentally challenged mentally ill people and come to find out that like, all these people were missing and she buried him right in her garden seven more bodies were eventually found on the property Fuente was charged with a total of nine murders. Her boyfriend, Everson Gilmouth, 77, the one we were talking about prior when she got out of jail, that was her pen pal. And seven other tenants who lived with her at the boarding house. Ruth Monroe, 61. Alvaro Gonzalez, Mateo, 51. Dorothea Miller, 64. Benjamin Fink, 55. James Gallup, 62. Berna Faye Martin 64 and Betty Palmer 78. The cause of death was very simple. She drugged them until they overdosed. Then she wrapped them in a bed sheet and plastic lining before dragging them to the open pits in the backyard. So basically, you would sit here and probably think how is a small old lady dragging all these bottles, these bodies? out like that she had help she had help that's all i'm gonna say she had help fuente was convicted of three of the murders because the jury couldn't decide on the other six eventually she received a life sentence without the possibility of parole she still maintained her innocence insisting her borders died of natural causes Well, sadly, life caught up with Dorothea Puente on March 27, 2011. She died in prison at the age of 82. Wow. I hope you enjoyed this story as much as I enjoyed telling it. Join me again next Friday as we dig into the background of another unknown serial killer. And remember, be nice to people. You never know who they killed. See you next week.